Just a quick heads up for Roster Watch Nation, we've brought a sports betting podcast here to the feed. This is the Algo 5 Pick Podcast featuring the value index tool for Roster Watch Premium members who are interested in sports betting. It's hosted by Can't Miss Mitch, who you've heard on the SiriusXM show. He's the creator of the value index tool, a.k.a. the Algo. It's him and it's his boys, Brad and Peter the Irish Guy. This is a sports betting podcast that we've brought to the Roster Watch feed, and our hope is that the podcast will provide context and some kind of human interpretation of what the algo, which is hit at a, I mean, a 58 to 62 percent clip across all games over the last half decade historically, but what the algo might be pointing us toward in the betting markets. So you can get access to the Algo's weekly picks for every game, along with betting volume versus money insights, the prop finder tool, all the stuff we talk about on the radio show. You can find all that and more with a premium membership at Rosterwatch. And so for now, let's hand it off to the Algo boys and can't miss Mitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, it feels good to talk football again. Anybody else tired of talking to their family? Good God. Happy to see you. Very happy to see you go. Can't miss Mitch here. This is the Bet the Algo Free 3. Joined with me, as always, my co-host, Peter the Irish Guy, also known as Fade the Irish Guy, now on X. Also well, has a golf well, reference. You know, listen, as soon as Faye the Irish guy name came into play, all of a sudden, wouldn't you know, who goes 10 and 6 last weekend in, in week 12, the, only the second 10-win week of the entire season between myself, yourself, and the Algo, you went 10-5-1 in week 4. So, yeah, only the second 10-win uh, season. The Algo ran, ran, um, ran off with three nine win weeks in a row eight nine and ten when we were really catching fire but uh yeah it was a it was a tough week for the algo right a couple of games flipped and a couple of games couldn't go our way seven and nine overall the prime time and the prime time plus package just laid an egg it one of those weeks they happen but if you're a pro package player you went four and one of those extra picks and the three free crushing again three and oh um, and Circa, great week for for us in the Circa 4-1, and one, Mitch. Yet, overall, if you add in the three free picks, you didn't get smoked that bad. And who was betting anyway on Sunday? You're probably traveling. The only day that mattered was Thanksgiving. That's the only day that mattered. Everything else was a watch. I barely watched any football. Uh, you know, coming out with Green Bay, I actually... Traveled up to New England where I was able to use my old Barstool login, now known as ESPN Bats, getting a lot of flack because apparently they're not paying parlays if one of your legs pushes, which is a very scummy, scummy move by Penn and ESPN Bats if that's yeah, I actually think, I think do it's that. the so I think it's same game parlays is the only ones that they this house rule is on, and if one of your bets pushes, the entire bet is a push as opposed to 
just giving you the new odds on the three or however remaining games they have. So you get your money back and it's only the same game parlay. So the only way that that's fair is if I lose one of the legs and I tie a push, then the whole bet's a push too. Well, you have, the only way to push is if you push one bet and you win the other three, like if you lose any part of the bet, you lose obviously, but no, it, it, Fair or not, fair doesn't come into it. Really, it's their rules. They make that they're going to lose a lot of business. There's they they, they really are. But here, but let me tell you something. A lot of people were complaining uh, on the socials on ESPN bet uh, that they weren't paying. I uh, won money uh, mainly because the algo. Well, I took Green Bay. I adjusted the line. You can toggle the line, and I've never seen this before. I was ecstatic. Uh, I had my 25-year reunion the night before, big Wednesday, very light showing, and we got absolutely hammered. And late night, of course, we had a nice little crew that made a little field trip to the Encore, which is basically the Vegas of New England. I was drunk. I actually thought I was in Vegas. It was fantastic. Um, I lost $1,000. At least I thought I lost $1,000. I hid chips from myself Veteran move. In, a, in, my, in my camel trench coat in a very sneaky pocket. Bonobos has little sneaky pockets in their trench coats. I hid it. Did not find out till three days later. You were that drunk, you no recollection. No idea. I was like, oh. And and like it was three one hundred dollar chips and a two dollar fifty cent chip. Like, why didn't I just give that away? Because I forgot because I was hammered. Anyway, I got my money back from the Green Bay bet. It was the only bet I made uh that day because we were drinking and eating and it was a fantastic holiday. Pete, how did you celebrate Thanksgiving? Yeah, do you guys do it big in Ireland? I mean, we don't in Ireland, but now we live over here. So, uh, yeah, a typical family, football, turkey, food. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. All right. Pretty, pretty simple. We had a couple of games go sideways. There were some very low-value plays. I, I want to do a quick recap, highlight some of the positives, because, again, Dallas, we threw that in the free three. That was the easiest money you could have ever made. We had that in the Circa. Uh, we also had Green Bay in the Circa. Uh, that last game, yeah, that was that was a messy one. Uh, I was pretty googly-eyed uh, at that point. Uh, Friday's game was a non-event. I don't know. I, did you watch that football game? Uh, we Unfortunately, we actually, I actually did. More because of the Tim Boyle situation. Um, it was just just comical to me that they're playing him comical that they're starting him again uh he was absolute dog shit the jets were dog shit um yeah they are dog shit uh, although aaron Rodgers back uh in the building and we'll see if he's going to get out there i don't know i don't know why he would want to get out there uh just yeah they, to, it, it's just something pretty special being four and seven you know they'd have to you know go to get nine nine and eight and get lucky probably at nine and eight hope that they have some tiebreakers to get in so it's very very unlikely they have it, a shot. It, it it doesn't make much sense the algo did go off early sunday uh actually had a i think it 
won four out of six games. Yeah. Uh, so did quite well, and then the late games just laid an absolute stinker. The Raiders game, they were up fourteen nothing. You're getting nine points. I mean, you, yeah, you're thinking I, that you're you've already cashed your chips I, there. I spent the money. Yeah, yeah it was, was. I sp- that one really really stung. Uh, had that game won, yeah, the Algo would have at least you know split five hundred. We're also counting. The shitty Monday night game, the 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 flip, the pick flipped, uh, went from the Bears uh, at three and a half, and then it went down, to, which wasn't a lot of value to begin with, uh, but a half a point, at least I think it was .45 of value on the Bears. It went down to three. It flipped the pick. There was .05 of value uh, on Minnesota, maybe one of the lowest values I've seen the entire season. So, look, if you stuck with the Algo initially and you took the Bears, good. We are going to take the loss. Chicago pick, you know? I, I, I liked Chicago in that game. I just, it, it didn't feel like Dobbs was going to get it done. Uh, by the way, here's some really bad news, Pete. Uh, you mentioned you had 10 wins. Nobody heard it. I saw you enter it. So I can vouch for it, but nobody heard it. So it did not happen. There's an asterisk on your record last week. And so also, the, the other people that did see it were uh, the pros and the premiums. I believe we shared it with them. Uh, and those were the only folks uh, that got to see all of our picks before they actually happened. But nobody else saw it, uh, and, and that's the way it is. So, Well, um, listen, Loki, week 13, I'm fucking ready. 13 games, week 13. I can feel 13 and 0. I'm just throwing it out there. That reminds me. Signs. 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 That's all we're going to get to. All right. Um, we've got a great Thursday night matchup. I think it's easily the best Thursday night matchup uh, that we've seen all year. Uh, Al Michaels might actually be alive for this game. Line opened up at Dallas laying seven and a half, hosting Seattle. Uh, it's now eight and a half, 65% of the money coming in on Dallas. Listen to this stat. Dallas is five and zero oh against the spread at home. And by the way, this is one of the best covering teams all year, all year. Uh, they are eight and three against the spread. Pete, does Dallas continue to mash on these mediocre Teams because we saw what they did to Washington last week. Washington is not the worst team in the world. Seattle is not the worst team in the world. They're six and five, but are they going to do something similar to what they did to Washington last week? Yeah, I think you nailed it with the mediocre teams. Listen, their their schedule has been really friendly for this nice run. That's not taking anything away from the football they're playing. I mean, they're double digit favorite in all of these games, and they're crushing. And the games aren't even close. So they're not doing a typical Dallas thing, which is play down to their competition and make some of these games close that shouldn't be. They look like a legit juggernaut in terms of just being able to absolutely put the foot on the neck and destroy teams. I see no reason for that to change uh, this weekend. Seattle are just going in a different direction. Unfortunately, Geno Smith just isn't really 100% healthy either. I also think there's – I think Kenneth Walker is now picking up 
as has some sort of an injury. They just feel Seattle just doesn't feel like they're going the right direction. And then the other side of this coin is this could be Seattle's easiest game of their next three or four on the road against Dallas. Like they play the Eagles. I think they play the Chiefs. They have an unbelievably difficult schedule array. And so I think Seattle are done. They're toast. They're not going to make the postseason. I think they probably lose the next three games in a row. I love the Dallas pick here. Even if they lose, the question is, do they cover? And that's really the mo- we we know who's going to win this football game. Dallas highest completion percentage in the league, seventy percent, which is mental. That is mental for a Dak Prescott, especially. Uh, they rank fourth in yards per pass. Seattle's defense, they're allowing 6.3 yards per pass, kind of middle of the road, uh, and a completion percentage of 65%, so kind of bodes well for Dallas there. We know Dallas is, is pretty good on third downs as well. Uh, they're ranked two. They convert just under 48% of the time, and Seattle struggles defensively on third downs. Uh, they're allowing 44% conversion rate. That's ranked 27th. It's just kind of a perfect fit with Seattle's defensive weakness, Dallas's uh, offensive advantages. Uh, then the other thing is Dallas on the other side of the ball, they're really good at generating turnovers. Okay, they're ranked second uh, on interception thrown percentage. They also have a high sack percentage ranked too. This game may be interesting for the first half of the first quarter, and Seattle might come out and even get the ball and drive down and maybe look like they do something. Uh, if, if you're Seattle, you've got to take the ball. You've got to go score. Uh, maybe they get, you know, a scripted first drive touchdown. Uh, I, I, if, if that happens, by the way, jump on Dallas. I bet you that line won't move much. It might go to Dallas minus seven, but um, this game is eventually going to end up in a Dallas cover. I like Dallas in a very big way. Uh, so does the Algo. Dallas wins 33.36, Seattle 15.69, just under nine points of value, depending on uh, the spread, whether eight and a half or nine, we're seeing some books juggle back and forth, but at nine, one of the biggest favorite, like a big favorite um, prediction by the algo. Rarely do you see the big favorites come out with this much value that's pretty interesting to me that's i haven't seen that many times before the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling that's it it's that easy it's time to rethink recycling with renew Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Speaking of which, speaking of which, uh, do you have any side notes on how the algo's done by itself? Have you updated those totals? Um, Because this is a consensus pick. I believe last week our consensus pick probably went three and two, if I'm correct. But any additional stats around that, Pete? Yes, consensus picks are 25, 20, and 3 on the year, 56%. The Algo Solo, 
still sitting out in the lead of with our on our from a statistics trends point of view at 17 9 and 1 65 percent all right so it's come down a little bit and we we're we're getting a better idea of what we're doing guys if you want to hear and see more of the data find us at patreon.com slash bet the algo you can also just join as a fan and you'll see the free three on video, you'll get to see me. I look like a complete nerd, uh, which I am. I am kind of a nerd. Uh, and uh, Pete, uh, I don't know where you're calling from, um, but it looks like your shed out back. Um, definitely. My mom's basement. It, might, it actually does look like um, a basement in Dublin. <laughs> it's my mom's basement in Dublin, Ireland. It's a fact. Join us over there, but we do post free three. Uh, we've got the video, the audio. Obviously, we release that before it gets released on uh, the the roster watch feed as well as the backdoor cover feed. And finally, I'm back behind a computer. I will start posting some more of the NBA models for three. I just don't care about the uh, NBA in-season tourney. It's annoying. It's boring. I don't want to watch it. Uh, Pete, I did want to mention this, though. I know we're going to get a little sidetracked here, and you always get annoyed. But somebody brought this up, and I forget who it was. Um, if if the in-season tournament of the NBA did something what they did over, like, the, the uh, I think it's the FA Cup or something like that, where the Premier League soccer teams also have the next division below it or the cha- what, 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 where, where you've got kind of the bootleg teams or AAA teams. What if you incorporated the G League teams into the NBA in-season tourney and then you actually had something to play for? Or go one step even better. Do what the FA Cup is, the oldest soccer tournament in the world. Any professional or amateur team can enter the tournament. So depending on how many entries you have determines what how many rounds you need to have. And it's straight knockout the entire way. One game, straight knockout. And after every round, there's a redraw. So the way you would work it here would be the NBA teams would come in in round three or four or you know when most of the teams have been knocked out and then they get entered and it's just a a randomized draw that'd be awesome the difficulty is though mitch with the nba thing the players will not accept more games so which is why it just doesn't look right um they're they're using regular season games and just making them count for a separate tournament which is idiotic Uh, and and that's why it's stupid that's 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 mental. Also, uh, Adam Silver is a big fan of the Bet the Algo podcast. You know where to find us. Pete with great ideas. And Pete, for the second time in a row, uh, I just gave out a primetime game for free, which I wasn't supposed to do. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's do. But we, I feel like, I feel like we have to, we have to give this one out because it's such a big favor. It's such a lock. And it's Uh, the Cowboys again, right? It's the Cowboys again. Let's ride the hottest team, and the Algo is on board. Don't worry, 
Don't worry, folks. We're going to, our primetime guys are probably like, really? We just have to make it up to them, which we will. Uh, let's, let's get into the, uh, the, the actual free three. San Francisco at Philly. By the way, I'm going to say this to begin with, and, and not a high-value, high-conviction play by the algo at all. At all. However, this is a pretty exciting game. Line opened up Philly as a two-point dog. They're now a two-and-a-half-point dog. Is the right team favored? Yes, I believe so. I, I know. I don't know if they're favored for the right reasons, though. Um, the reasons why I think San Francisco should be favored is Philly have just played some really, really difficult games back to back to back, and they've also they've kind of teetered on, you know, the brink of losing a couple of these like right like they should have been beaten by Dallas they snuck it out <clears throat> the Chiefs game was a great game they could have lost that one they should have lost that Bills game and it was kind of crazy like they've really won a lot of these close games where I don't where I think they could have lost this I think is just one game too much for them San Francisco are really really good they're going to come in I, I it feels like they're going to come in fresher I don't know that's that's a good thing just based off watching Philly play a bunch of difficult teams um, in a row. So I don't think Philly, I don't think he can beat this many good teams consecutively. I think San Francisco come in, they win, and they cover. This is going to be a very, very difficult game to cap. Um, And I just have to think, just personally, watching what Philly did last week uh, in the rain, it gives them that boost of confidence that they need to play this game. Philly's offense, they're extremely efficient on third downs. They've got a conversion that's ranked, uh, conversion rate that's ranked third in the NFL, and they're going to need it. And I think this really meshes well with some of the deficiencies that San Fran's defense has. They're ranked 21st in, in the league in opponent third down conversion percentage. And I think that's a very big deal. Um, the other thing, San Fran's overall defensive strength, they're ranked 21st in opponent completion percentage. That's not great. 12th in opponent pass yards per game. So, you know, Philly, their offense, they've got a decent completion percentage, 67%. They average just over seven yards per pass. I think they have an opportunity to exploit San Fran's pasty. And the one thing that, scares me about backing Philly here is the turnover game. Um, they're, you know, San Fran just has a better turnover game. But if, if, if Jalen cannot turn the ball over, I think they've got a really, really good chance uh, of winning this game uh, outright. Um, I got to go with uh, the home dog here. The algorithm has San Fran winning this game. 27.22 to Philadelphia, 25.5. You're getting just under a point of value, 0.78. Pete, do you think this game ends up at three, or do you think two and a half is kind of the magic number and, and we're going to sit here? Or does it go the other way? Does it head back to a pick It'd be more likely to go the other way, I think. I don't think it gets the three. All right. 
Uh, there you have it. So you're on San Fran, myself and the Algo on Philly. This is the free three. Guys, if you want more access to all the games and all the other goodies that we post on the NBA and the NFL, head over to Bet the Algo at patreon.com. Uh, also, by the way, um, we've got a Substack. So if you want to just read it, you can find us on Substack and we'll send out the free three in, and a lot of the stats that I mentioned, we'll send that out to your email so you can read it while you're on the toilet. That's where I get most of my information when I'm on the toilet. It's my office. I'm very familiar with that office. I mean, you also have kids, so that's like the only uh, quiet place that you can get vacation. to. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty much vacation. Um, all right. This other game, if I was on Sirius XM and when I'm on there, uh, which I was on last week, absolutely hammered. We went to this place uh, in Southie. Pete, do you remember Slush Puppies? Oh, they're the best. Best ever. They had slush puppies laced with Tito's vodka. God, it's with the cup, with the little yellow cup. I had every flavor. Uh, my my mouth looked like a pride parade. Uh, marched all over it because I had every single color, and went on Sirius XM and just delivered winner winner. Just uh, bangers. Yeah, it was it was pretty remarkable. My point is. Uh, Alex Dunlap, the host of Roster Watch, he lays into me on some of the picks. He's like, oh, no, we're not getting behind here. So when I talk about this next game on the free three, Arizona at Pittsburgh, kind of a, a stinker, but this line opened up at Pitt laying six and a half. Pitt's now laying five and a half. Surprisingly, the Steelers are four and two against the spread at home. I don't know how this team is surviving. Their offense is absolutely anemic. Pete, does Pittsburgh cover the five and a half or is this too big? Uh, Yeah, I already hate what I'm going to do here with the pick because I'm going to pick Pittsburgh um, to cover. I I don't like it. I don't like it's too many points. I don't think they're probably favored by this many against anybody. Uh, The Cardinals... I just, after what they did last weekend, I'm doing something that most, you know, amateur rookie betters do. I'm letting last weekend roll over into my thoughts this weekend. They just looked so poor at home against a Rams team who, this Rams team ain't very good either. And they got absolutely shellacked, what, 34-17, I believe. Um, I I thought Kyler Murray was going to give everyone a little bit of a, a bit of mojo, maybe be able to keep him close. He wasn't. I don't think this Steelers, this stadium, this crowd, this defense is exactly the type of place that he wants to go play football. So I'm going to pick Pittsburgh, but I'm not confident. Uh, I just think that game got all out of sorts very quick and they didn't really have a chance to play their game. And what game do they have, really? I mean, it's, you know, now Kyler's back. I mean, there, there is a game. And Arizona does extremely well with one specific thing on offense, and that's running the ball. They're ranked third 
uh, in yards per rush. I thought you were going to say they do one thing really well on defense, not to let the other team score. Yeah, well, that also is is a, is a major problem. Uh, they also have a decent sack percentage. So here's my thought: um, Arizona's D is going to be able to get to uh, to pick it. He's going to force. Um, I could see a forced fumble, and Arizona is going to have an opportunity to keep this game within. Uh, I think this is a three or four point game. To be honest, I don't think Pittsburgh has the the capacity to blow a team away. And Arizona's style of running the ball, James Conner back, Murray's going to frustrate this defense a little bit. Sometimes when you have a superior defense, uh, they're going to over-pursuit. And so I really like uh, the Cardinals to keep it within this number. It's going to be close, but I see a four-point game. And I think when I read out the Algos prediction, you're going to say, well, that's the score. That's it. What's next? Pittsburgh wins, no surprise there, 20.75 to Arizona, 16.05 with a a 5.5 point spread. Uh, You're getting 0.8 on the value index, and that's enough for me on the free three. It feels like the only way that maybe that Steelers team does run away from Arizona is if they get defensive touchdowns. Or special teams like you could see that happening, but I, I, you know, I agree with you. They really shouldn't be favored by that many. Yeah, I just don't think they have it, guys. That will do it, Pete. Thanks so much, and for our patrons, hang on. We're not going anywhere. We've got ten more games to chat about. So, uh, thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>